Pentecost. God is always with us, with us always. On this feast of Pentecost, you might ask yourself the question, what are the fears, the fears that are trapping me and my world? How can I invite the Lord Spirit to free me from these fears? Because that's precisely what happened at Pentecost with the disciples. In the first reading from Luke, Acts of the Apostles, we hear about tongues of fire resting on the disciples and they go out preaching in many different languages. They didn't know the languages, but all of a sudden they do, at least enough to preach that day. There was fire, there was excitement in the air. And then we hear John's version in the gospel. A little more sedate, Jesus appears quietly to the disciples through locked doors. And he offers them his gift of peace. And he breathes on them the Holy Spirit. He offers them peace and forgiveness. So Luke's version and John's version are really two ways of saying the same thing, that the Spirit dispels fear and imparts strength, if we let it. The Spirit comes to disciples and basically tells them to go, to get moving. You've got a job to do. Well, God comes and tells us to do the same, sending his Spirit into our lives to get busy. After Mass, we're going to baptize that little precious girl over there. And, yeah, hi. And um, in that baptism, she becomes a temple of God's Spirit. And she doesn't understand any of that now, but as she grows, she'll learn about God and about the Holy Spirit, about Jesus Christ, and she'll learn about the power that God can have in our lives if we let him be at work. The sequence that we sang, Come, Holy Spirit, come. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness, pour your dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chill. Guide the steps that go astray. In other words, Holy Spirit, come and make a difference in me, please. I need it on a daily basis. We all do. Come and make a difference. Alice Camille, a spiritual writer, She writes this about the feast, the first reading in particular. She said, we need Pentecost to happen again. We need Pentecost to happen in every household, in every assembly, where two or more are gathered. We need Pentecost to drive us into the streets, compelled to speak the things of God. We need the spirit, the forcefulness, the commitment, and the wonder to fire the heart of the church again. And then again, she says, we really don't. 
That same Spirit is available to us in every hour. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. And God's Spirit dwells in us like a perpetual tongue of fire. The Spirit blows through the church, searching for a heart willing to be transfigured by grace. But most of the time, we close our doors and blow out the light. We do not want to be changed. What if we welcomed into our lives a personal Pentecost? What if the sacred wind blew through our lives and took away our attachments to the old way of being, and the fire burned within us to bring Christ to the world through love? What if we were driven into the streets, the marketplace, the parish, the homes of friends, as witnesses of what we say we believe? The church, the real church of Pentecost, is waiting to be born in us all the time. All the time. So God comes to us, he sends his spirit, and he tells us to get going. God whispers, go and give her a hand, would you? God nags, go and say you're sorry. God shouts, go and do something about that. God shakes up our normal life all in an effort to get us to go and to love, to go and to give, to go and to do that hard thing. Go and listen, go and play, go and pray. Go to a deeper level of trust in me, he says. Go, because you're not going alone. I am with you always. Always.